Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Pun Point, the podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Collazo, and with me, as always, is Brooks Uggles. Hey. Hey. That's me. How you doing? I'm good. I'm tired. How are you? Oh, very tired. I wake up at 5.40 in the morning every day of my life now. Yeah? Even on the weekends? Like, I do, but but then, but then I can go back to bed. Oh, okay. But I wake up, and I look at my clock, and I say, oh, no, and then I remember, oh, this is the day I can sleep in late till 9 o'clock. Ah. Uh, see, that uh, happens with me, except the minute that I turned 25 years old, my bladder was like, hey, you ready to get woken up in the middle of the night? I'm like, cool, all right. Yeah, I guess this I'm, is being alive now. This is just how it is. When I was 24, I was like, oh, y'all mind if I sleep 14 hours, like, all the way through? God, I wish that were me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how was your, your conference? How was your trip? It was good. I went to Indianapolis for literally 24 hours. Uh, because I don't like to travel and if I had, I, so I flew in the night before my wrestling studies conference and I did that and I said, Hey, Daniel Bryan. And then they all clapped. And then I went to some Carvana get shit and I cried. And then I sat in the airport for four hours and then I came home and here I am. Okay. Perfect. How, how was the, uh, the culture of Indianapolis? Any, uh, new uh, you Not know, much? I, I do. I am, you know, I am a, a florid and through and through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like to have a temperature be in the seventies. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Maybe I don't know if you know that. Ninety feel. is uh, a yeah. I mm-hmm. I put on a I put on layers in the morning, and I t- I took them off by noon. But I was I was wearing oh. a flannel, and okay. it was good to me, and it felt like fall. And now it no longer feels like fall again. Now it's back to being fucking hurricane season in my head all the time. Yeah, that's hey, I feel like that sometimes. So while I was sort of, you know, I tra- I traveled, but you sort of did a different sort of mental travel. Okay. In that uh, you watched a new anime. I did watch. Well, I've, I've been watching as all of my lovely Twitter followers. Yeah, squiz anime. heads out there. This all, all the, the squiz heads. Uh, the the millions of pillions out there. The pillion pals. No, <laughs> I've watched a good anime of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh-huh. And uh, it's the best anime I've ever seen in my life. And it's one of my favorite shows. Uh-huh. And it's it, real fucking good. And it is on the very exclusive lists of things that have definitely not made you cry, from what I, I understand. I definitely did not cry every time during the last five or six episodes that uh-huh. something happened. Yeah. So, on that list. So, United States, United States of Smash canceled. Uh, United Caesar's States of Emily Smash. forced to retire. Yeah. Now I only cry when someone performs uh, human transmutation, the illegal art. Of all uh-huh. Yeah. It's really good. You gotta watch it. Well, I got I got other animes to worry about now. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah. Have you watched uh, this week, JoJo, yet? The one we no, saw I haven't, but I've enjoyed I've enjoyed looking at the... You know, I watched the fucking French cam rip, mm-hmm. and uh, I like to see the screen caps on my Twitter and not have to immediately scroll and avert my eyes mm-hmm. anymore when I see, like, a, a man with a yellow head and green and three holes. When DiGiorno is there, you say, I know who that is now. Yeah, I say, yes, it's him. And then I see a funny licking man, and I'm like, I, yes. That is all that I know about you, but it's good. The licking man of Bruno. Mm-hmm. Hey, so next, next week, yaddy yaddy boys. Next week, yaddy yaddy boys. We'll see you there. But uh, hey, this week we're talking, it's fun point, where we talk about music. Yeah. And you presented me with the album of Red, Yellow, and Blue. Three, three of them. The three colors that we know. <laughs> 
uh, by the Born Ruffians. Yeah. It's, it's good to me. You liked it? I liked it, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, let's get into it. I, 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 lis- I listened to most of it, like, driving to and from class. Sure. So, like, the song titles, I don't know which one is which, but... That's fine, like, I can help. When I remember how it goes, then I'm like, oh, yeah, this one. Yeah. So, le- lead me along this path of... Okay. Uh, so, something I noticed for this podcast, first of all, is that uh, most of the titles are animals, which I didn't really realize as a motif, but out of the 11 songs, five of them are, five of the titles are names of animals. And if you include Kurt Vonnegut, it's actually I was going to say, one so of them is most Vonnegut. of it. The Savage, yeah. Yeah, Absolute Savage, Absolute uh-huh. Legend. Uh, uh-huh. But anyways, the first is not any of those things. The first song is called Red, Yellow, and Blue, which is the album name also. Mm-hmm. And this is the one where he starts and he's like, uh, and then he, then, then he sings about if he had a, if he had a country for being sad, what would the flag look like? And it would be blue because I'm sad. Yeah. I this like is the first like, of many, I am sad and high pitched songs that this album has. I like the the duality of man. It's red for all the people I'd kill for my country, but also blue because I'd be sad about it. Yeah. It'd still be sad to me about it. Uh huh. And it's kind of, I liked it because it's kind of full circle, because if you think about it, one of our very first fun podcast rips was about funny flags. Yeah, very back in the, the vampire times of Pigot. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, if you had your own kingdom for the flag, which color would you choose? Such mm-hmm. a myriad to choose from, I would choose the Spooky Starry Night. Mm-hmm. The classic, yeah, I gotta go Spooky Starry Night. Yeah. Um... That's pretty much it. It's about yeah, it's like the intro song. It's the it's it's this album's Michael Jordan of drunk driving, and that it's, it's sad <laughs> and acoustic sounding, and it's very short. Uh huh. And then we go into Barnacle Goose, Barnacle which Goose, is the first animal song, the first animal song, and this one has the the smoke weed every day uh, comparison because like the ho, like I don't know when they're gonna have. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they kind of different every time. Even I though feel it's like I, I get it. I get it down. And then they, they they throw me for a loop. Uh-huh. Uh, we're gonna make plans! Make plans! <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. It's I, about I, how I, when you're in your 20s, it's impossible to make plans. I know how the songs go, but I'm excited to finally pop open the Genius page and know what he's saying for most of them. Yeah, kind of me too this week. I learned a lot. I learned that this is a much hornier album than I thought it was. Okay, so because I looked at the lyrics the first time and I was like, "Oh, it's, you know, it's it's kind of you know, it's a it's a sad horny, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. yeah." So then another one, much like um, never going back. No, not never going back. In uh, the first one from Rumors, yeah, the one that it's called, where we just kind of get like instead of a bow, 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 we get a wadi dadi, yeah, not in day. And then we'll tra-la-la, which is what Captain Underpants says. Yeah, the famous superhero of Captain Underpants. Yeah. Uh, this so, one's good to me. I did some... Oh, this is one of, Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs on the album. I, I like to listen to it. I do listen to it frequently still. I didn't know what a barnacle goose was. Do you know what that is? I'm familiar with the, the word of barnacle. Yeah, now that and that's not something I would typically associate with goose, right? Uh-huh. So I did some research. Okay. And this... Geese suck, dude. <laughs> what is it like a horny one? No, it... Well, I mean, so it's a it's an Eastern derivative of the cackling goose lineage. So first of all, there's an it entire. Just... 
already line just, of geese that are defined by their cackling. Defined by just being a vile asshole. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's just, there's there's a legend about how barnacle geese, there's, it's a Canadian goose. Mm-hmm. And so you know it's a fucking monster. Yeah, it's a, oh, you gotta go to Tim's. Like, shut up. Mm-hmm. But it's, there. there's an urban legend about how these animals were made from driftwood. Because okay. sometimes there would be driftwood on the beach and you wouldn't see a lot of geese. And then other times you would see geese and not a lot of driftwood. And the Canadians were like, well, there's got to be a correlation. That's just how it happens. That's just that's how it a, happens. That's like um, in the olden days when people thought like flies and maggots would just like grow from meat. It's yeah. Like, hey, it's, it's there now. Oh, I guess Coke's bad, they say. <laughs> hey, weird. All the shit in it. Uh, Oops. And it has flies. <laughs> weird uh yeah this yeah. is good that's pretty much it um pretty just I, everything you read about a barnacle goose is bad and that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what i think uh luke lalonde the singer is sort of going for here so, anyways because they, they are c- canadian they're canadian and yeah they they are i don't so they're barnacles because they they're aquatic birds i guess mm-hmm. thank you so the next bird song comes Thanks up next. Science side of Tumblr, Rick Zoglesby. I love to I love to do science. Uh, uh, next is hummingbird. Next is hummingbird. It's the second bird song. Of the album. You. <laughs> uh, fly away with a hummingbird. <laughs> fly away with a hummingbird. <laughs> yeah, um, I love when he fucking sings baby talk for an entire song. Well, I gotta die like this. Okay, so yeah, I have the lyrics up now, and there's a part that says, You're running down my thigh, she said. Right, such yeah, a I did. You're a wonderful didn't... guy, she said. Yeah, so that kind of seems like a Catelyn Stark, sort of an orgasm one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, though. But then it goes. It goes... Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but then it goes, it goes right into the fucking, uh, fucking Streetlight Manifesto shit. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I'm in a relationship and it's sad and a person wants to die and it's hard to be alone when I and when I when I die I'll be all right and it's like mm-hmm. where's the horns where <laughs> uh, yeah that that's what this one needed to kind of <laughs> one of the better songs on the album to me but now that yeah. I know it's horny I'm feeling different about it well I guess yeah it's horny it's to make up for the lack of horns yeah there you go there we um, go a lot like the drums on this one are doing like. The, the rim shot thing, like tapping on the edge of the drum. Yeah. And it just gives me bad anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like, I don't know. I Because you know that a really big like, drum is going to come? No, I just feel like I'm being chased when I hear it. Oh, sure. It's the uh, bad kind of Scooby-Doo music to you. Y- yeah, to me. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than being the, the, uh, the demon monster under the mask, I am being chased by him through several doors. Did you fucking watch hey. the demon monster of Kim's Super here. Showdown? Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. I mean, hey. What's up? I'm leaving. Oh, okay, bye. Are you feeling better? I'm feeling quite refreshed. Lighter. Lighter? Okay. <laughs> bye. See you later. Have fun. Kim was, Kim was just in the bathroom looking at herself in the mirror and saying, P A R T Y, because I gotta. Uh, see, tell him what today is. Let him know what today is. <laughs> um, This one's good. Yeah, this one's good. It's, I think it was one of the singles. Mm-hmm. But, Which didn't you say they had one in like an Apple ad or something? Yeah, that was the song of Little Garson. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah we'll get to that one. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go to I Need a Life next. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see what I got for this one. Oh yeah, so my so my note for this one is when I think of the words indie rock, 
this is like what it sounds like. Oh yeah. I need uh, a need, I need a mission, I need a path, I need conviction. Yeah. So they shot a boat, stay inside. Oh, oh but yeah, the call and response and the OOs in there. A lot, there's a lot of that in this album, which I like. Yeah, there's a lot of fun OOs. It's, it's fun because the lead singer is very like, not nasally, but the side is shot about his inside. <laughs> oh, but we <laughs> go nasally, out at night. Yeah. And then like the big deep, deep voiced men in the background. Oh, but we go out at night. Yeah. He sounds, he sounds like a bad Bob Dylan impression. <laughs> Bob Dylan, but like 1.25. Like somebody feet. who hates Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Genius, Genius tells me this song is a sarcastic satire yeah. of religion. Yeah, okay. so yeah, there's not a lot of Genius annotations in this album, which is how you know it's truly underground. But this uh-huh. one, they were like, this one's about religion because he says, you know, life is bad and it's boring and then it's boring to be religious and then the people, on the geniuses on Genius say, hey, I think he's being ironic about liking religion. Uh, speaking of ironic, uh, in my freshman class, we had to discuss like literary irony. Okay. So we go over the three types, and then my teacher, who one uh one like prep period we had, he mentioned something about like watching wrestling, and I was like, well, might as well go all, all in on this. Yeah, sure. But then we just talked about wrestling for a whole period, and he's like, I don't know WWE. He's like, I still watch it because I've watched it since I was fucking eight years old, but it's terrible now. <laughs> and I was like, Have you heard the good word of New Japan Pro Wrestling? Right. He's like, oh, I DVR, like, the TV show, but I never get time to watch it. And I was like, you should probably watch it. Ishii's there. Can I fucking... I I have to tell you how magical it is and weird to be in a wrestling studies division of a like, academic conference. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, you know that one, you know that one picture where it's like explaining gender with cis people versus trans people and like Mm -hmm. with cis people, it's like teaching a baby with blocks. Yeah. Like that's usually how it's like me talking about wrestling. It's not a perfect comparison, but it's like me talking about wrestling with like other academics who don't watch wrestling. You know, Mm -hmm. I have to be like, and kayfabe is the, uh, it's the insistence that the unreal is real. It is Mm -hmm. a performative and like in wrestling studies. It's just yeah. like in the middle of my presentation, I was just like, y'all like Tomohiro Ishii? And everybody was like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah! Woo! Stone Pitbull! And I was like, I was like, oh yeah, uh, yes, phenomenologically, when you enter the performative arena of wrestling, and then I was like, y'all hear about Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan and NXT? And everybody's like, of course, I love them. Yeah, V-Trigger! Yeah, V-Trigger! Yeah! It's just very good to, uh-huh. to finally, you know, it's, it's like how in, how at P got meet up, we could just be like, uh, fucking Cal Bofa, and everyone would be like, "Yeah, Cal Bofa, new boot goofing." Woo! <laughs> but I try to do that in you know in my in my classes, and nobody cheers. Yeah, I, when I go up in front of my freshman class of twenty five teenagers, and I with say, your new if, cowboy boots, with the, and I say, "What if her name was Lady Stoneheart?" I don't get a response. Yeah, which is which is always a bummer. But then if he got meet up, I also don't get a response, and I'm forcibly removed from the premises. Hmm. Because there are 85 people in a 14-person Airbnb. Craig's listening. <laughs> we had now exact, reporting. Exactly 14 people were at P Got Meetup. Yes. That's, that's the number we're going with. No more, no less. Yeah. Um, me, Anyways. Me, this... yeah, I, I posted, did you say I posted the picture of that? Of like yeah. that empty living room? And I was like, wow, yeah. that's not how it looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to me. It's good to me. 
Uh, this it, this yeah, song is good. It's good. It's about how life is boring under capitalism, and it's you can find religion, but then it's. The, the I, I'm only being shining. ironic. He's the being pretend sh- and using sarcastic and saying that it's bad. The sun is shining, but I also stay inside. Yeah. So like when it's raining, I'm like I'm not going to go out. It's raining, but when it's sunny, I'm like it's too hot. I got it. Yeah, thunder only happens when it's raining. Yeah, as we all know. Mm. Um, yeah. Next one, we we have the little garçon. The little garçon. Mm-hmm. L- little garçon. That's my fr- that's my French. <laughs> that's how he voice. sings it. I say, I don't care. It's where you go. As, as long as it's with me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what a little garçon is. It's a little boy in French. <laughs> I I know. Isn't it like a waiter? I think so. See now. Now, the Google Translate tells me that garçon is French for boy, which okay. would lead me to believe that when you are in a fancy Ferris Bueller restaurant mm-hmm. in, in, in Chicago and you're pretending to be the sausage king of Chicago, uh-huh. Abe Froman, yeah. um, that when you're calling a waiter, you are calling, you're saying boy. At boy. Them. Okay, because I knew it as waiter, so I was wondering why there's just a little, like, man in a tuxedo living in his yeah, head. Yeah, I, ha- I hate when, I, when I'm in the delivery room and I'm handed my baby for the first time and they say, congratulations, it's a little garçon. It's a little waiter. And then the baby says, as long as this was me. Oh. <laughs> Fucking wish Caesar talked like that. That's, that's... Different country, but like still. Yeah. Still, it would be good if he talked like that. Oh, the hell climb pillar. Oh. <laughs> oh, at Supply Island. Oh, oh my, my father Mario. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, Man, this is gonna, if you think this is bad, don't listen to the next season of Yada Yada Boys because <laughs> it's it's fucking pizza pasta all the way down, dude. Like it's it's not gonna be great. Hey, remember when Jon Snow pizza pasta put it in his aunt's box? Yeah, yeah, tortellini on his yeah, great. You know, I was in the Kurvanagat Museum and I they were <laughs> they were um. They were, uh, fucking, if he was in Italy, it would be, uh, Kurt Manicat. Um, okay, there you go. So, thank you. Um, and th- there's, you know, there's books on sale, and there's also this big thing that's like the Vonnegut Encyclopedia that's all like, you know, if you want to know what a carass is and a bogombo snuff box and all the shit that's in his, in his, like, in his books, like, check out this encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. The degree to which... You have to listen to Fun Point and understand what the fuck we're talking about at any moment. Like, you have to go through, like, three podcasts, two half-finished podcasts. You Uh have to have gone to P-Got Meetup. You have to have followed me on Twitter since I, like, (laughs) created it in, like, 2011. you have to access Eddie's private Twitter, go to all of the the channels on our Discord. Uh Uh-huh. It's fucked up. Listen, I love lore. Who's gonna, yeah. when, when we finally, uh, make enough money on Patreon, we can hire someone to run the, uh, PGOT wiki. We can hire our own lore master. Our own lore master. They can create a page that says, what is Smoothie Sorry Night? And then you'll know. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um, I think you wanna do our Patreon thing now? We're about halfway through. Yeah, sure. Uh, patreon.com slash postgame and both thrones. That's what it is. Post game. I should probably say that one correctly. Post game yeah. of Thrones. Um, at the five dollar tier, you can send in an album for us to talk about. We're announcing our next uh, Patreon album this week. Oh yeah, 
this was i'm very excited this is gonna be a challenging one for you so it's gonna be but luckily i'll have two weeks to sort of marinate yeah and sort that, of... that's kind of why i was like okay this is a good i'm glad i got this one now yeah and that's that's the big reason why i picked this one is i was like this isn't an album that you need two weeks for this is a yeah. quick one out one weeker you're gonna need two weeks to kind of i i believe i mean i don't know i could be wrong but it's not something I think you're very familiar with. So you're, but you're more familiar. You you seem like you're more agreeable to the content. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I've had some experience with this type of content, so I okay. can't say for sure how good or how much I'll enjoy this album because I've never listened to all of it. But I'm, okay, yeah, I'm familiar with it. Uh, at five dollars, you you can send in an album and we'll talk about it. And you, uh, what else? You can send in a message and we'll read it if you want. And at $10, you get all that, plus uh, especially you just said it's in our Discord, which uh, you don't need to pay $10 to join the Discord. You can just join it. Yeah, I, you can I just think do someone it. was like, hey, can I join the Discord if I pay $10? I forget who, but it was like, no, you can yeah. just join. And don't get me wrong, you can still pay $10 I mean, you could, if you want. You could pay $10 and join if you want, but it's, the first part isn't absolutely necessary. You can uh, use it for the WWE Network, or you could give it to us. Or you could just give it to us, and I'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's always good. Um, so yeah, patreon.com slash postgameofthrones. Um, oh, what flavor uh, we got today? Pamplemousse? Oh, uh, we got a... I'm actually... Uh, the Publix by my house recently got Polar Seltzer. Okay, um, Polar's good. Because, like, every time I open up my fucking Twitter feed now, I see news about how, like, people just diarrhea in LaCroix all the time or something like that, and it just gets worse and worse. But I feel like that must be, who was it, like, one of those, um, like, little someone went to the hospital for eating too many <laughs> like, flaming... Like a SoundCloud rapper? Yeah, a SoundCloud rapper went to the hospital for eating too many flaming Hot Cheetos. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I, I feel like it has to be one of those situations where, like, I drank... Six right. Pamplemousse LaCroix in one day. And yeah, now, if you, my if, if you punch Machine Gun Ch- Kelly in the chest <laughs> once, then it won't be a problem. Yeah. It's just the 65 times in a row <laughs> it's going to force him to cancel that concert. <laughs> yeah, That's every time I hear that, it's so funny. There's no way to imagine it actually as it happened. Like, there's no. There's, there's because no. The only way I can imagine someone being punched in the chest like 35 times is either over the course of a boxing match or you're being order, order, order. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, that's the, o- those are the only two times that would ever happen. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> like, because uh, when you get hit in the chest, you recoil and you have to be like, it's like that funny video of those, that, those like guys who kiss and then hit each other over the head with like a chair. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm not talking about wrestling. It's like a meme video this time. Yeah. The lads, the, the British lads. Yeah, it's the lads. Mm-hmm. But like, you have, there was a time where Machine Gun Kelly had to like get up and be like, all right, numbers, uh, 38. All right. Oh, no, 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 I'm no. definitely going to make it to this concert. <laughs> At 34, he was good, but he took 35. He's like, that's it. I have to, <laughs> I regret to inform you. <laughs> uh, the next song we have is Badonka Donkey. Which is surprisingly not a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Yeah. This one, se- this title seems a bit out of place for this one. I was Yeah, you think. It. Uh-huh. Uh, my one of my notes that I have here is I'm excited to see the lyrics for this one because I don't know what the fuck you say. Oh yeah, how's the um, like the melody go for this one? 
I don't know the fucking melody, but it's like, it, or it's that, like, bow, 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 no, I mean, bow, the melody I, of the, uh, got you in my pocket for when I get home. home. When, when I, I get home. When, when I, I get home. home. Yeah. Okay. Please be sticking with me when the money's gone. The money's, the money's gone. gone. This, this is the one that sounds like a cowboy one, right? Yeah. 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 You can hear the, you can hear the sort of jingling uh, spurs uh-huh. at this point. I'm I feel like to put you underneath my thumb. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the cover, the album cover kind of pushed me in the cowboy direction. Right. You think it was more of a cowboy album than it actually is. Mm. But instead but yeah, of just this- kind of about being sad sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it though. I like to hear it. I don't know. I-, I like to hear it. Yeah. It's. You know, it's it's another. It's always fun to have a fun song that, like, if you look at the Hey Ya style lyrics, it's about a deteriorating relationship that he's not mad at all. Yeah, about. and if you get squished, I'll find another you. Yeah, so that kind of sucks. You know, and it's also the rock song about mm, women only like me for my buddy. Oh no! That I just got for doing for putting my little Garcon song in a Kia Altima commercial. Yeah, <laughs> the Kia Altima is my favorite. The, the official car of Fun Point. <laughs> it's a good car. It's a good car. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is the this is the song about I'm a rock star and I'm alienated and I'm gonna write a song about being alienated. Finally, mm-hmm. it's good. Uh. Next we have Foxes Mate for Life, which is another animal song. Another animal. Uh. Hey, did you know Foxes Mate for Life because they're in love? That's what I've been told from this song. Yeah. And Isn't it's this, this another one where he's he says something and then the back the backup is like foxes made for life. Yeah. And I do foxes made for life. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason it reminds me of the way they say it is like, uh what is it? Once in a life is it that once in a lifetime uh, drive uh this is not my beautiful wife? It's like and as the days go by uh-huh. <laughs> like the way they say foxes meet for life reminds me of that. Yeah. I don't know. That's my connection for this. That's song. a good connection. This, this is, you know, I've, I've probably listened to this album all the way through like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have fucking told you a word of the first verse. You know, I, I know the chorus because it's, I know foxes maybe for life because they're in love. It's very easy to hear. Mm-hmm. But it's just, he's yeah, just a, fucking. A, a, another one where my notes ovulating. Says, so it starts as this, there's like a kind of like extended intro and then like a little funky groove. Yeah. And then I have no idea what he's saying. He's saying, make a point of having fun. It'll help you get through life. Life sucks and love is dumb. Golly, that's a real lie. But it's like, make a point of having fun. Yeah. you get through life. Like, it's fucking... Yeah. It's it's somehow pitched upward. Yeah. Now I'm hearing it. Yeah, you get through life. Yeah. Yep. I got it now. Uh, Learn as much... As you can, read a book, watch less TV. It's worth it in the end. Just take a look at me. Do you get it? Which he might be doing an irony to us again. Uh, actually, no. This song is um, take it should be taken at face face value. It's what he really he really means. I mean, I did look it up, and according to like this, the one source that I looked at, red foxes do actually they are monogamous. They do mate for life generally. Sometimes, I think I, like- I saw one source that was like that's a myth, but I like to believe that it's true, so I didn't open that article. Yeah, I like to see a fox every once in a while. I like a fox. And then, say, I saw a video the other day of, like, foxes, like, having fun in someone's backyard, and it was great. Yeah? Yeah, I guess I'm a furry now. I watched two foxes engaged in full 69. Full 69. (laughs) Uh, The fox had a sign that said, 
not I need money, but I need a fat bitch. <laughs> what could this mean? What could this mean? Foxes made for life. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's Foxes Made for Life. The next one, Hedonistic Me. This is the one about mom and this papa a, and the grandpa. This is a 2010 computer animated movie from Universal Pictures starring Steve Carell. Oh, great. My favorite. Just kidding. It's the it's the mom and pa and grandmama song. Uh, earlier today, because I, uh, I wanted some tasty sushi for lunch, so I drove down to the uh, local sushi spot. And okay. on the corner there, you know how the, the, like the um, sign waver people? Yeah. There was someone advertising for a local hair salon. And the person, I guess, they had, like, the sign, and they were flipping it and twirling it and said, like, cheap haircuts. And they were wearing a Minions outfit. Okay, so sort of a sign-twirling Minion. So, I, yeah, it's not affiliated. The the salon, as far as I know, is not affiliated with the Minions franchise in any way. Right. But It's not a canonical. A strange creative choice for me. It's also just a cool thing to, like, already, like, you're already making somebody go out to do this, like, like, heat stroke inducing, like, work that is, that is not respected. And then it's mm-hmm. like, also dress up like this minion cartoon character. This is just for me. <laughs> this yeah. is for any advertisement purposes. I yeah, you don't like even it. get, like, a cool, like, Statue of Liberty costume or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. You can't even be Gru. <laughs> yeah, you, you are the minion. The boss is dressed up as Gru inside. Inside, at, yeah, at the, at the front desk. Is it me, my and grandma? Yeah. So this good. isn't. A, I wouldn't exactly consider this to be a cowboy song in the way that like Hang 'Em High is a. Mm-hmm. To me, this this is our first perhaps pioneer song because okay, it's a song I like about, that. I like that distinction. It's about how I love to live on the prairie and hang out with my pioneer wife and children and feed oats to my horse. Uh huh. Because that's pretty. I love to live in a small house with eight generations of my family, and also my horse, whose name is Jethro. Yep, I just learned that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either, even though it's in the chorus. There'll be sun and snow and a horse, horse Jethro. Jethro, and all the children I have fathered. So, kind of a lot of them, then. Yeah, I don't like and then that it, at all. But then it ends. The outro, if you remember, is just him sort of laughing and laughing. saying, "Ha ha ha, yeah, ha ha ha." So, is it like? Just kidding, I actually don't like to be a pioneer. It's either that, or it's all the members of his extended family laughing one ha at once. Right, it's like the the goodnight John boy, but it's (laughs) everybody just saying one last laugh before they go to sleep. And then then they all sleep in one big bed. Uh Uh-huh. I like that. I like it. The, The pioneer housing reminded me of this it's not totally related but me and kim have been planning like our we always take some type of like kind of day trip i guess like not too far for our anniversary and sure. we're, we're probably going to be in the famously racist area of boston this uh okay and we're looking around and i was like oh the um you're gonna famous, go grab some water some what some water yeah and the famous place of uh lake walden is there Oh, of the bad fucking boring book. Of the bad boring book. So I want to go to the the Henry Thoreau house and I'm going to walk in and I'm going to take a funny video and I'm going to say, damn bitch, you live like this. And I'm going to make him (laughs) do that on our anniversary weekend. (laughs) This is for me. This is my present. That's really good. Yeah. And that's it. And then we're going to come home. 
Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to sit down and watch anime until midnight. Yeah, I'm going to watch an anime I've already seen. And I'm gonna, well, this is technically bef- it's going to be before our actual anniversary. Yeah, I'm going to watch fucking Karibo Basketball or whatever the fuck you watch. <laughs> okay, it's Kuroko's Basketball, first of all. And I only watched it twice in its entirety, so... <laughs> You will never have what it takes to enter the zone and perform the meteor jam. Yeah. Based on your attitude. I'm sorry for being harsh, but it's the truth. You need to know. I know, you're right. As a basketball player. I will, I will, I'll stay over here in my casual zone with my Cromarty high school discs. Cromarty high school is good, dude. That's what, for like the first six months that people were talking about My Hero Academia, I thought they were talking about that. (laughs) They they should have been, honestly. Yeah, and then they weren't. Not, not, nothing against My Hero Academia, but. Well, apparently there's, I mean, friendship with My Hero Academia canceled. We're still friends. It's just best friends now with, uh, with the Elric family of Alchemist. Right. So. There's a guy in that show and his name is Roy Mustang. That's pretty cool. It's a sh- great show for names. You've heard of Dirtbike Sansa. You've heard of Dirtbike <laughs> Sansa. For Roy Mustang. Roy Mustang, yeah. Is it like a big robot one or like No, it's it's there's it's a, a monster there, there's one. There's a they're mostly people. They're humanoid people. But there is a little boy whose soul is trapped inside a giant suit of armor. So Okay. It, you may at first glance mistake him for a big robot. But he's but actually sort just of an evil knight that has He's a kind boy. of a little, a little garçon. garçon in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little garçon in my father's suit of armor, yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And the, and so, and there are other ones of it, but you only watch the one that is good. So there, there are two anime series of, as, this is as far as I know, Full Metal Alchemist. One was made, like, before the manga was finished. Okay. So it just kind of, like, does its own thing. Yeah. And the other one came out, like, near it where it was ending, so they had, like, creative direction from the actual, like manga artist and everything right so that's like true to the manga but the first one just is wild okay it's it's kind of like the game of thrones of full metal alchemist if you will oh i will okay thank you uh now you might think of uh kyburn and robert strong as because he's robert strong is sort of full metal and then mm-hmm. the alchemist made him. And so, then Brotherhood is Cleganebowl. The number one thing that you should... In Fullmetal Alchemist, the number one absolute thing you should never do is human transmutation. And that's the number one first thing Kyburn ever does. Well, yeah. So, and then he... And then, remember when he... Remember when Kyburn uh, gives uh, some children a handful of chewy spree and then they say, okay, cool, we're gonna go viscerally murder somebody with knives and feel his life's blood on our hands yeah, and we like one it because we kids, fucking love candy. When those kids got two crushed up runts and even he still did it. Yeah, he even got like, he didn't even get the good banana flavor. The banana flavor, yeah. You got like That's shitty good. red. I don't know the other flavors. I just think there's a grape one. I don't know. Sure. There's a green one. The green one is a grape. Uh, the next song on this album is called In a Mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's my notes? So I, I have one note for this one. Hit me. And it is, uh, the way he sings the intro and the chorus sounds like he's trying to avoid being pushed off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) 
in a mirror. I can see him walking sideways. Yeah, for sure. Like he's dodging. And like yeah, he's in a fucking quick time event the entire yeah. song. And every anytime it like get like in a mirror, that's when he like presses has to press the button in time with the action to avoid uh-huh. being thrown from a cliff. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, that's. To me, I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like it too, but it's the required, so we had the required, uh, we had some required songs earlier about like being a rock star. This is the required genius song of the album, mm-hmm. where it's about how me and this girl are, are both genius and, uh, and we want to, we're at a party and we want to talk about genius galaxy stuff and show each other our true selves. Do not talk to me about small talk. Only yeah, talk only to me. Only big talk, large. Only talk to me about Daniel Bryan's SummerSlam victory over John Cena. <laughs> that was such a good match, dude. It was a fucking good match, dude. <laughs> fucking good match. He did it. And then, and then Randall Orton. Yeah, we know how it happened. We know. And he's, he's gonna he's gonna fight the man of AJ Styles for the championship again. Are, are you so hey, excited? To remember see? how in 2018, 2018, the year of our Lord, there was a fucking Randy Orton and Matt Hardy match in the WWE in 2018. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. What the fuck is going on over there? Well, shit's fine. Shawn Michaels is bald. <laughs> Oh no! And he looks great. Is he still a sexy boy or whatever he was called? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I just saw the highlight of the ending where fucking Triple's H beat defeated the Undertaker in the main event of WWE Super Showdown in 2018 October of it. So this happened already. This happened at 5 a.m. in Australia this morning. Yeah. Oh, it's, I, I was thinking this was in Saudi Arabia. No, they literally no, not exaggerating. No joke. And then, like in the span of two months, they have five pay per view events. That's a that's awful. Yeah, they have um they have Evolution, which is their all first all women's pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they then conspicuously after that they have they WWE have the no Crown women allowed Jewel, where boys. no women are to compete. <laughs> the, the boys' house only, no girls allowed pay per view in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, the He Man Woman Haters Club is <laughs> yeah. doing a pay per view, and uh and you know they have their usual fucking like fully loaded battleground whatever the fuck they're doing this month. It's mm-hmm. fucking bad. I don't. I don't know how I did this for 20 years where I would watch five hours a week. That's a lot. Now, especially with all the fucking, you know, the being so deep in the podcasting factory, it's like, who has time to watch fucking Apollo Crews versus Bo Dallas? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Is he still, anyway. is Apollo Crews still uh, employed? Yeah, I think he's doing stuff with Titus O'Neil. Oh, no. All right. Anyways, this song has a part at the end that I didn't realize the lyrics of before. Yeah, I just kind of scrolled down to where it says uh, verse 3. Yeah, verse 3 is sort of the interesting one. He stops sort of being shot at over over a bluff. Mm -hmm. Uh, That one says brain makes hands squeeze on your tits. Yeah, so he's just... You shouldn't be allowed to say tits in a song. Yeah, he says, I see the juice on your lips, eyes send that straight to my brain, brain make hand squeeze on your tits, then start all over again. So sort of like the least sexy way to talk about sex about maybe exist. Yeah, there's this and like a bag of sand, and then... And then he ends it with a fucking cartoon wolf howl, awoo, right Ow, afterwards. Awoo, yeah. It's start all over again, awoo! Politics are back, baby. <laughs> So it just it's a it's an interesting song because it's like it's you know mirrors mean mean metaphors it's writing to to us mm-hmm. um and then he 
he goes from from genius stuff about wanting to talk about planets and stars and then he's like a brain make hand squeeze on your tits he says mm-hmm. Ow. Ow, the, the uh, am and animal yeah. brain Ooh, yeah. what's this he says as he <laughs> yes. approaches second base uh the next song is named after the uh the good author of Kurt Vonnegut Sort of the opposite of Henry Thoreau to me. Yeah, in, in that you like to read it. Yeah. You know the fucked up thing about Thoreau is that everyone has this impression of him that he was this, like, mountain man and, like, lived on his own and just, like, fuck the lake or whatever. He yeah. lived, like, a mile away from people. Like, he would yeah, go he's to a the fucking loser all the time. Even, he wasn't like, even cool like, like Emily Dickinson. You yeah, know? he just, like, lived in an attic forever or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's way cooler than what fucking Thoreau did. Yeah, that's why fucking Tommy Streetlight or whoever the fuck didn't mention Thoreau yeah. and his his cool it's, song it's beca- about. It's because when 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 I read Thoreau, I want to blow my brains out. Hey, <laughs> folks! Boom, boom! Got him! Got him! Great. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he was also Thoreau was also was mm-hmm. also never married and was so he's incel. There you go. Uh, so this song, it is one, my notes here is like, it sounds kind of upbeat at the start, so I bet it's gonna be like sad words. Yeah, tricked you, fooled you. Tricked you. Ah, shit. Coaxed into a snafu. Mm-hmm. Uh. So this is sort of the, this is the I know people who use subtext and they're all cowards song. Mm-hmm. Because, I guess, I guess Luke, the singer, was like, I like her Vonnegut a lot. Yeah, I'm going to write a song where the entire second verse is just a cat's cradle quote. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to call the song Kurt Vonnegut. And also it's going to be one of Brooks's favorite songs. And if I was on a desert island, this would be one of my desert island Zune iPod music you songs that I would bring. Outside, love, you come outside. It's nice. It's you a really pretty outro. Yeah. It's good. I love to have an earnest like love song outro to me. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's not the place nor the time. It's good. Yeah. And it's a song about how I want to have my heart broken so I can feel, but also, no, I don't want to be a vulnerable person. Because Anyways, here's some Kurt Vonnegut quotes that I like. Anyway, yeah, just let me kind of uh, shove this in here. Yeah, Tiger Gotta Hunt. Tiger Gotta Hunt. <laughs> It'd be fucked up if, if, this, if this song was called For Sale, Baby Shoes Never Worn. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Kurt Vonnegut fucked, though. Kurt Vonnegut, you look at him. I walked into the museum, and the, and the nice person who walked me through the museum was like, this dude, and listen, as soon as he came back from the war... This dude fucked. This dude fucked, and here's, like, and then... He had, like, he had like six of them, I think. Children? No, sex. Oh, okay, at least... At no, least I, think, I think he had, like, five or six kids. Okay, that's way more than I want, so... Yeah. Good on you, Kurt. I mean, he was hot. Not he... a lot of people want to... Want to like own up to the no, fact that Kurt no Vonnegut one, was hot? No one wants to say it, but Kurt Vonnegut was a dilf. So he was. If we're for being honest. Don't you come outside? Anyways, this song kind of this song like gets me choked up sometimes because Kurt Vonnegut makes me cry, and it's good to me. And he sound, he sings really high pitched in the song, mm-hmm. and it's nice. And you should all read Cat's Cradle. It's good. Once you have, once you have teacher tenure and you can pick your own curriculum. I know, I'm trying. Fully. Yeah. And and Uh, like when after, like post climate disaster, when we're all like teaching in like a cave. When I'm teaching the allegory of the cave? (laughs) Yeah. 
There's not an allegory anymore, folks. It's not. It's, it's real life. Again, no subtext. That's just how it is now. Yeah. And you're going to like, your first assignment is this book of pictures of Shinsuke Nakamura that came out this year. Yeah. It's a, it's a Shinsuke Nakamura pop-up book and fucking Breakfast of Champions. And then that's all we it's leverage. It's good. <laughs> and this is, he drew an asshole and it's funny. It's funny. Do you get it? It's funny. Uh, last song here. So Red Elephant is the closer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, so I I click Red Elephant. And you know how the kind of, like, tone... Like, you know how all Wikipedia articles have that, like, specific tone they're written in? The very, like... Yeah. Not scientific, but, like, kind of academic, just this is blah, 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 blah. Uh, Genius kind of does that too, except for this one, which they allowed because the one contributor on this song, let's see who it is. Right. Zo- Zoe Alexis says, this song was really good until I figured it was about his penis. And it's hence the name Red Elephant. Have you ever heard that? No. I've heard of a red rocket. Right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But like not. And, like, I went on Urban Dictionary and I was like, maybe I'm the fool. And uh, nothing really about that i mean there is one that sort of corroborates it but it's like specifically like when you're when you're having sex during the menstrual cycle and then that's what your penis looks like like the trunk yeah and like the balls or your ears or something i don't know fucked up elephant dude yeah like i've seen an elephant and i've never oh no it says red elephant is turning blue yeah so this is you know i listened to this song i thought it's a really like nice outro and like it's well, oh, 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 like it's fun. I like to listen mm-hmm. to it. Never realized at all that it's really and like I remember I when I was listening to this and taking notes, I was like, okay, there's I'm gonna listen to this song. There's no way it's a horny one. Mm-hmm. And then the first fucking verse ends with Red Elephant is wet and long after while talking about like how pretty this girl that he's in love with is. <clears throat> and then the second verse is, well, you know, our hearts will take a stroll for two, our feet will take the avenue and walk in unison so cute. Red Elephant is turning blue. So it's sort of like a funny blue balls one. So like an extended metaphor of sex on this one. So so we have the Red Elephant. We have the blue balls. Where's the yellow in the song? It's the pee. Yeah, no, probably. Lemonade. And he says, let's meet at the fountains in Dundas Square, which is a Canadian place. But most important there is fountains, because that's fountains, what you do when you piss. So we got it all. Perfect. We've come, we've come full circle. There it? we go. Thank you. Got it. Um, and that's Mr. Born Ruffian. He did. That's it. Mr. Born Ruffians. And he's, and he, you know, he leaves you. He says, Hey, did you not realize that this is a sex one yet? Well, check this one out. Here's the last line of my song mm-hmm. Oh, the elephant is up to sea. If it meets the peach fish underneath, when I am you or you and you are me, we are stirred as spoons in lover's tea. So. The peach fish is uh, the sort of the 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 vagina, mm-hmm. which we all know that famous term of peach fish. Mm-hmm. And then lovers' tea, your assertive spoons and lovers' tea is sort of the the act the, of the sex mixing together. Up. Yeah, and then it ends with him saying oh 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 like forty five times, which I guess is sort of a sex ending. So really, like tricked me on this one, Luke. Yeah, sort of tricked me on. Pull the fast one. Fly away, little hummingbird. <laughs> Yeah, more like coming bird because that's nice. what this album. That, that one's about. just fun to say. Yeah, yeah it is one. fun in in the voice of that man. 
it's a fun voice to sing along to when you're in the car by yourself because it doesn't have to be good when it's by yeah, yourself. I've, it's when, um, um, when I'm by, I've noticed more increasingly like when I'm by myself in the car now. I'm usually listening to podcasts, but if I'm listening to music, I'll pick like the hardest voice possible to do so I can practice it if I ever oh, have yeah. to bust it out. And this one was a good one to. When I gotta die like this, yeah. So that I yeah. got a lot of practice with this one. Damn, that was just like him. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I've been <laughs> I've been training. Yeah. If you I've haven't d- listened to I've the album, silly yet, voice anybody who's anybody who's listening, we're not really exaggerating. <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of it is. Yeah, but it's it, you like to hear it. Yeah, we're not we're not bullying the singer. He's one of my favorite singers. Uh, uh I mean, I'm bullying him. Well, but... yeah, but like in a like a friendly, you know, like a gentle ribbing. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, kinda... like when I make you listen to the Doors, you're going to be very when when I listen to the Doors, I'm going to attack you in real life the next time we meet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you for that. Hello, all of you in the video game. Hello, woman! <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it sure is something. Uh, that's the album. It's good. I liked it. Thanks. I liked it too. Uh, Slap City is first? Yes. Um, oh shit. Let me get my, I gotta get my, my notes up because I forgot what song I was. Oh yeah, I got it. Uh, so I'm going first this week. Hit me. And I figured, I, I just went off the rails on this one. I just figured uh, it's it's only fair since and now I guess it it kind of works since I know this album is about like sex yeah so this one kind of uh, fits in I figured it was only fair since we are using are pay, are paying homage to the good band of Holland Oats with our yes. point art I figured I would pick one of their songs which is good to hear okay and is it the man eater song it's the man eater song the man eater song yeah. Here she comes. Um, a fun fact: Kim isn't here. I would like for Kim to tell the story, um, but since she, she since she's not here, I'll tell it. That when she was a young child, well, can't be too young, but she would like rollerblade around and listen to two songs. Not even no roller skate with the big wheels, not like the six single file blades. Yeah, sure. She would listen to two songs. One of them, Man Eater by uh, Holland Oats. And the other one was, I wanna li- 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 lick you from your head to your toes. Okay. So, <laughs> I am, I, I gotta tell you, when I'm listening to Slap City throughout the week, I cannot listen to International Players Anthem without imagining Kim, Kim singing the second love verse. Love to choose your lover, never fuck without a rubber. Yeah. yeah. Never in the sheets, like it on top of the covers. <laughs> she knows Money it. on the dresser to me. Drive, it, drive a compressor, top notch, always get the most at the lesser. It's not me, it's just, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's she says it. She says it. She says trash like the fuck with forty dollars in the club fucking up my game that she gets no love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> that's mine. It's man eater. Okay. What do you got? So mine's a mine's a born ruffians one, and I'm picking it off of an album. I don't think we'll be talking about because I don't really care for it that much. Um, it also the runner up was the song Cherry Wine by the Born Ruffians, which okay, of course I'm from, I'm when you open up it. when you open up the 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 P God Encyclopedia, you'll know that that was where I got the name of Rudo Cherry Wine from. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with uh, the classic Born Ruffians bop of Needle. No one, you belong with me. 
which is which is Arya's weapon of revenge. Thank it's you. her. In, uh, yeah, it's named after Arya's instrument of revenge, and it's kind of a. It starts off as like a slow song, and you're like, oh, this isn't a bop. But then about fifty seconds in, it's like, are, really? Are you sure? And then it <laughs> it surprises you, and then you're singing about how you are also like a lonely watermelon. And okay, I it's, is it horny? I don't think so. I think it's about being sad, but I can't be sure anymore. Who can tell the difference anymore? Yeah. It's all, you know, the, you know with music, they, they'll trick you. I bet it. Walden was really horny, too. Yeah. We just didn't probably. know. I just didn't like to read it, so. Yeah. Huh. Uh, that's Slap City. Uh, what do we got? Questions is next, right? Questions. If you have a question, you can send it to postgot at, nope. Funpointcast. That's the one. <laughs> at gmail.com or uh, funpointcast.tumblr.com. Uh, we only got one in this week. Only got one, huh? Only got one. Uh, it is very funny to read this with it being the only one that was sent in. Uh huh. It's from a friend of the show, Posto, who asked, Heard any good soundtracks lately? <laughs> <laughs> well, see you later. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> to be damn, fair, I did. Uh... Damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, I was laying in bed at like 2 a.m. last night after my big trip from Indianapolis to Orlando and then driving another hour and a half back home once I landed. Mm-hmm. And my eyes shot open like Squidward when I realized that I never send out the call for questions. Okay. <laughs> so, oops, my bad. Have you heard any good soundtracks lately, though? I have not. Me neither. <laughs> the last thing I think I actually listened to that was qualified as a soundtrack was like the Cuphead soundtrack. Sure. And that was yeah. just for the one song that sounds like, that has the part where it sounds like a straw is going like in and out of a, like, like a, a funny slide whistle. Like, <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, okay. So, you know, I was, I was replaying Undertale on the plane, so. Well, the same as Undertale, yeah. And everybody, everybody was clapping, uh, mm-hmm. as I was, as I was, uh, defeating Undyne. And, um, the Pope was there and he said, I know. This but like, not more like sparing Undyne, I should say. Yeah. Um, and everybody. Good. <laughs> so not so much as uh, I'm kind of a person where when I never notice a soundtrack in the mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. like people, they, I walk out of the last Jedi Star Wars movie and I say, that was good. I liked when the lightsaber went through him, but not really. I love mm-hmm. that part. Mm-hmm. And then, and I did like that part earnestly. And then people say, wow, uh, uh, J- John Williams or whoever the fuck does the the sound the score is really good, mm-hmm. and I I don't notice that, and I say I guess I'll have to watch it again. There you go. Thank you for your question. Yeah, but I did search soundtrack on Google, and Purple Rain apparently has a soundtrack. It's the, yeah, one of the first ones that came up. Yeah, it's called Purple Rain, the album. Yeah, and you like that one? I do. So I guess hey, Purple Rain. There you go. Thanks, Brooks. Yeah, it's right next to the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Eh, I'll pass on that one. Okay. Yeah. Let's go crazy! <laughs> that was just me singing Let's Go Crazy. Yeah, that's you in the car when you're doing your funny voice CrossFit. Uh, well, I, yeah, I can only do that in the car because Prince does. There is specifically a song about, like, a lot of fucking on that album, and he does do... um. Like Prince has noise. a song about fucking, is what you're telling. Like, me. Yeah, like he does a lot of like sexual Prince noises, and even when I'm alone in the car, I skip that one. I'm well, sorry, yeah. darling Nikki, I, I skip you. Mm-hmm. But, but I only know that know. name from the Chappelle Show skit, so that makes sense. Yeah, but let's go crazy. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's time for our uh, Patreon pick. 
who uh kind again, of a worrisome tone to me. I I'm very interested in how you're gonna deal with this one because I feel like it's the first one that's really been outside of at least one of our comfort zones in a in a way. Right, because we were all about Selena Gomez stars dance. But you see, that's it's not something we necessarily would have listened to, but uh-huh. it was accessible. Right. So here's what we have submitted by friend of the show Roy. The fuck warlock. Okay, so kind of a Roy one. Kind of a Roy one. In, in two weeks, we're gonna come back. It's fucking. It's gonna be fucking blinded by the light. Fucking prog rock shit. It is prog rock shit, but it's it's like more modern prog rock shit. It's not like King Crimson or something. It's not like a two one one two of Rush. You know, blinded blinded by the light is an okay song. It's just way too long. And also, Bruce Springsteen so wrote the long. original. And he just says the same thing. Bruce Springsteen wrote the original. Well, there you go. Wrapped up like a douche on a roller in the night. Um, What's that song about? It's um, it's just a bunch of fucking nonsense that Bruce Springsteen said once. The mirror is not a miracle. Like that should be on one of those shitty memes. That's like the lyrics of Bohemian Rhapsody, and then like fucking Nicki Minaj super bass, and it's like, wow, what happened? Okay, to I, music? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Okay, Blinded by Light is not good. The only good. Blind Delight makes me think it's good because of the one part that goes that's the only good part. I like the one is it the one part where it's like hey uh, I don't remember any fucking lyrics. Hey soul sister with your maniac sister or whatever the fuck. Yeah something like that. That part's good. That part's good. Anyway in two weeks we will come back and we're going to talk about the album Deloused in the Comatorium. Okay. By the Mars Volta. Okay, I've heard of them. So what do you kind of know about them? Uh, nothing other than that they're, they did music in the early 2000s at least. Uh So I just, the first thing that I just learned about them is I googled the album cover and it is the man from Mustard Plug, the ugly album. The, uh, The man from Mustard Plug with the big light coming out of his mouth. And, yeah, so that I didn't like, but then I opened up the Wikipedia page, and I saw that Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist Flea performed on this album. Um, he performed, yeah, the bassist for this album, see, that's where, that's, that was my hook, I was gonna hook you in with that one. Uh, the right. bassist for this album is the man known as Flea. The man known as Flea is on this one. Yeah. yeah. With this, uh, experimental prog rock band featuring Flea. I'm, you know, I'm excited to check this one out. Uh-huh. But... <laughs> The second sentence mentions a sound manipulation artist. Yeah, it's, uh... Don't know why you need one of those in the kind of music I listen to. So I believe it's fair to say they are an experimental progressive Hey, what are all these song titles? (laughs) Well, we'll get into that next week. Yeah, okay. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, though I also, I, like, I, oh, pretty much all I know is that, like, I think most... At least, like, the two main members were in At the Drive-In, that other band, and they have that one song. Send transmission to the one-off scissor! Get away! Get away! Sure. And I like that one. Um, So So you're you're sort of a Volta, a Volta liker. I'm a Volta novice. I, 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 I'm receptive to what they're putting out. Yeah, you like, um, you like Danny California, sort of. (laughs) I wouldn't say that, but. Well, I mean, I, I can see why someone would get that impression. Yeah. Also, I would, um, I would, I would never, 
earnestly imply that you actually like the actual song of Danny California because it's impossible to like that song. Okay, thank you. Also, the guitarist, um, Omar Rodriguez Lopez, is uh, Puerto Rican, so I have to support Mi Gente. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, like it no matter what, yeah. so. But it is it is good to me. So we're going to have a... Uh, I, I feel like mo- most of the songs we talk about come in around the two-minute range. Yeah, so I'm seeing sort of a big one. Uh, that one's about uh, 12 and a half minutes long. Yeah, don't worry about it. Well, you know, you know, maybe it, maybe it's just like Jungle Land. It's, I'm pretty sure it's just like Jungle Land. It's probably just like Jungle Land on this one. Um, so yeah, Wikipedia says there's, it's distinguished by, it's enigmatic, enigmatic lyrics, Latin and jazz rhythms, and Omar Rodriguez Lopez's frenetic guitar riffs, which are often strongly dissonant. That's fine. <laughs> so yeah. It only comes in about an hour, which, in terms of prog, is, you know. Yeah. So only kind of twice the length of uh, Red, Yellow, and Blue. Well, yeah, but we have to have twice the time. Twice the time, exactly. So thank you, Roy, and we'll uh, we'll come back in two weeks. Next week, yada yada, boys, see us there. And then in two weeks, we'll talk about the Bar Zolta, man. Yeah, and I'll make plenty of funny jokes about how eunuch provocateur is Varys. Okay, I'm sure I'll learn what that is. That's apparently one of the songs. Okay, thank you. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's the episode. Uh, thank you, uh, Ali and AJ, the Riz of the Gizzle, Dirty Bastard, Inspector Deck, Rick the Chef, Ghostface Killer, Method Man, Red Man. Uh, Eugene Huts, uh, fucking uh, Debs, Eugene from Luke hey Lalonde, uh, fucking uh, God, who is we got Undertale. Android 3000, Sans uh, Undertale. Android 3000, Big Boy, Killer Mike, LP, uh, UGK. Homo Sapien, Dan the Automator. Dan the Automator, Nate Dog, uh, rest in peace. Rest uh, in peace, Nate Dog. Warren G. I think we got him. Yeah. No, uh, Zachy, Zachy Vengeance. Zachy Johnny Vengeance, Christ. Johnny Christ, uh, Clarence from Bruce Springsteen. Clarence the Big Man, Bruce Springsteen, Max Weinberg. Uh, Christine McVie, fuck, uh, Stephen fuck, there's so many of them. Uh, we talked about so many of them. Everybody who fucked in Fleetwood Mac. Yes, all of them. Fleetwood and, both Fleetwood and Mac. Yeah. Hall and Oates. Hall, both, <laughs> Hall and Oates himself. <laughs> uh, every, every member of the Cranberries, Zach, Jack Terrycloth. <laughs> Big pun. We got him. We're good. We got him. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, see you in two weeks. Semper funny. Semper funny. Uh, see you on yaddy yaddy boys. Give me some reggae. See you on yaddy yaddy boys. I reject my humanity, like he says. Yeah. Uh, I, I, hey, I'm going taste... to I have to go back and listen to our other... I, I'm pretty sure I just said don't get cucked on that one. Yeah, that was sort of your, your yaddy yaddy boys one. Uh-huh. And then I would quote the, the bad man of Dan Harmon. <laughs> well, if you like that, uh, search for yaddy yaddy boys on iTunes again next week for new yeah. episodes. About JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Do you like? Do you like Koichi? He's back. He's back, and guess what? He speaks Italian now. He speaks Italian. He learned it. Rohan told him to do it. Yeah, he told him to. Okay. It's gonna be fun to talk about. It's gonna be fun. Bye. Bye.